Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Good morning and welcome to our show. My name is Allison Mancini. I am your holistic nutritionist. And I'm Juliana, the magical PT. Welcome to our Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we interview other women to help share all the amazing tips and tools that we have to support each other in becoming the goddesses we are meant to be. Today, we are joined by Marissa Garcia. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you would please uh, introduce yourself to our audience, tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. My name is Marissa Garcia. I'm a medical esthetician and I work here at the Botox Lady Med Spa. I perform everything skin consult, so I do a lot of um, skin analysis with my patients, what their goals are, and how I can integrate home care products and professional treatments. And we do everything from microneedling to your regular relaxing facial because everyone needs a little self-care. Um, and I handle all things skincare. Awesome. Love it. I have had a facial by Marissa and she is amazing. So oh, I highly recommend if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area that you visit her. So we're going to dive into our questions. And the first one we have is, Marissa, what is your superpower or what would you choose it to be? All right. So I love this question. And uh, I answered both because I always want a superpower. Um, so I think my superpower that I already have would definitely be my attention to detail. I'm like, very meticulous and I think it's extremely important like if something if it I find like a lot of beauty in all life whether it's art my facials anything um if something's particularly off or I think something should be a centimeter over it makes a huge difference and uh, I think that really comes into a big play when I'm working with my patients if uh, I notice something is a little suspicious I want them to get it checked out immediately detail um oriented thing is definitely my superpower that I possess. Nice. And I think if I could pick a superpower, I would probably, I don't know, it sounds silly, but I would eat whatever I want with no, with <laughs> no repercussions. Stomach, anything. I like that one. I've never heard that one before, but I'm with you. I would love that a right. superpower. Just eat whatever I feel like, whenever I feel like it, and I would still stay healthy and fit and mm -hmm. all be well with the world. Because <laughs> like all the really like good tasting stuff isn't good for us, as you know, Allison. <laughs> I mean, That's the good stuff is really good too, but not different good. Yeah. And I'm just remembering that you are a foodie and I have another foodie event coming up um, the end of July. So um, I would love check to out, attempt. Check out Foodie Freaks Fort Lauderdale, everyone, for um, eating amazing stuff. So yeah, I like that superpower too. Um, 
<laughs> so our next question is, what is your favorite book or a book that has greatly influenced you? So I, I read this question. I was uh, I thought at first I was struggling with it, but then you know I was looking back um, at everything I've read, and one it made me think that God I need to read a little more. And the second thing, um, I had actually revisited a book from my childhood about a year ago. Um, it's called Maybird and the Ever After. Um, it's a bit of a young read, but it's about a young girl who's like really quiet and shy. You know, she's going through, she's coming to her own and she accidentally falls into the world of the dead. And it's very like Dante Inferno. Like they, she explores the world of the dead and she explores like her self power and how brave she could be. And I reread it about a year ago and, um, I definitely relate to that so much. Like. I was shy and maybe I still am, but now I look at some of the things I'm doing, like this podcast and some of the groups I'm in and um, I've braved up. And uh, I think, you know, a lot of the ways you put yourself to be braver is in scary positions. So I take a lot from that book. What's the, what's the title of it again? So it's actually a trilogy. Um, it's Maybird and the Ever After. Wow. I feel like I've heard of that before. Yeah, it's definitely like a younger read, um, but like, I think everyone could take a good amount of stuff for it. And it's like very like fun and it's a good escape because for me, books were like a big escape. Like I loved reading like creative, like Lemony Snicket books, like things like that. You know what? We have a lot of people even even we've had guests talk about children's books like it doesn't matter what I think you can get. You can get value out of most of all of these books that people recommended. So that I feel like I feel like I've heard this book because either maybe my daughter read it or something. But that mm -hmm. sounds really interesting. And I'm like, I think about. I don't know when the last time is that I actually just read. Well, maybe maybe The Alchemist can count as just being a novel but almost all of the books that i read as an adult are you know either self-improvement books or mm -hmm. uh, personal development spiritual like i hardly ever read just novels yeah fiction anymore so yeah i know i need to do more of that i've been trying to read outlander but it's a rough read oh. I watched the show and I'm like, I really should have read the book first. And so I got the first one and I've been trying to read it. You'll see it. It's at the lake house. And I, it's like this thick. And I'm like, this is really rough. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you don't have, um, I'm like, I'm watching the show because of, you know, the dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um, slightly. There's no, there's no pictures in the book. <laughs> <laughs> it might make it easier. Yeah, but you just have to imagine him as you're reading. Um, we digress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I needed that laugh this morning. That was, that was amazing. <laughs> All right. Back to focus. All right. Stop squirreling. <laughs> All right. Our next question is, what is your favorite self-care practice, Marissa? So I uh, I don't know if this is an obvious thing, but I practice a lot of self-care. So, um, you know, I obviously do my skincare and different things like that, but I actually find that more of my routine now. That's my, that's my regular normal thing. 
Um, I practice self-care in a lot of different ways. Um, one of the my favorite ways and enjoyable and things I look forward to is getting massages, um, whether I need it or not. Way for me to force myself to just switch my brain off. This is the time for me and my body to relax and reset. Um, so that's like my favorite way, but I practice a lot of different things. I treat myself when I need to, and uh, I think everybody should. Everybody absolutely should. So, and I, I love when I hear that people do it often and do it regularly because, you know, this is part of, um, you know, our modern society, we just do, 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 go, go, go. And as women, we tend to be caretakers and we put everybody else first and we're always taking care of everybody else. And it's so, so, so important that we take care of ourselves. And um, so I love like hearing that people, I do it all the time. It's like, yay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and yes, massage is wonderful. And you know, and this goes into my work and I'm sure your work as well. Like mm -hmm. a lot of times people wait until like something hurts or there's a problem. And it's like, if you do all this stuff before there's a problem, you know, you're going to avoid having the problem. So you don't go for a massage, like when something's hurting, like go before it's hurting and then you won't have the hurting and just like exactly. in your skin, like, you know, you don't wait till like everything's all erupted and nasty. Go, go take care <laughs> of your skin first. And, uh, and then your skin will always stay beautiful. It's true. It's easier to prevent and maintain than it is to fix and correct. Absolutely. I preach that all day and night. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, all right. Our last question came out of a survey that we did um, with all of our goddesses out there, like what they needed support with. And, you know, we live in this super busy, busy world and we have so much stuff that we need to get done. And so it's how do you create accountability so that you can get everything done that needs to get done so i think i i think the most efficient way that i do this and it goes for me and when i'm reaching out to people is that i pre-send messages um like if i need to send something to you i'll just send it i'll write the message and i'll time it to go at whatever time i need to talk to you and it goes without me having to think about it and I'll do that for myself. So like, I'll send myself a text message at seven o'clock tonight, but I'll send it now. Empty the dishwasher, reach out to your patient. Um, so that's like how I do it. Um, that's how I remember to do a lot of things, reach out to a lot of people. That's, that's, that's one of the ways at least. I like, I'm like, how do you pre, I'm like. I'll, I'll show you guys. <laughs> Everybody was very confused when I said this because, um, you know, it's like going through my questions and my answers and I'm like, that is the way I do that. So I don't know if this is accessible for iPhones, but um, I don't even know if you could see. No, but you just you can go into your settings and uh, it will say. It will say schedule a message and you can pick the time and date and to whom and send it now and it'll send at whatever time and date. I don't think iPhones can do that. You have an uh, Android? 
Yeah, but I think they can. I, I don't know. We'll I'm have to investigate. Or if anyone listening to the show is an iPhone user and knows how to schedule messages, share that with us. Because, like, I, you know, I'll, I've done things like where I've, I have. I've sent myself text messages. I've sent myself emails. But mm -hmm. this whole scheduling thing. And, I mean, I guess that's similar to the... Um, the reminder thing, like you can tell yourself your oh, yeah. phone to remind you to do stuff. And I see other people use it and I'm like, that's such a great idea. And I never do it for myself. I'm like, uh, we have all this lovely technology. Like we need to use it yeah. more. And yeah, like that's, I, I love that. So I need, I need to get on that. Yeah, it's definitely like the remind me at seven o'clock to empty the dishwasher or work out. I'm going to have to um, investigate. I'm going to have to uh, use um, Google and search that and see if iPhones can do that because that would like really help me in my life a lot if I can mm -hmm. do that. Yeah, especially like I'm like working with patients and like I'm thinking about someone like I'm thinking about my patients all the time. So sometimes at nine o'clock at night, I'm like, Oh my God, this would be great for Susie. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I don't want to text Susie at nine o'clock. Right. Exactly. So I'll send it. And so like that way I come into the office the next morning and if I get busy and life happens, it still goes out to her. Yes. That would be really great because see what I do to Julieta is I just text her at really late, but I know she has her phone on airplane plane mode. So she won't get it until she turns it on. But not everybody's like that. Like there's some other people I work with that if I put, if I send them a message at midnight, their phone's going off at midnight. And I hate that. Like, you know, yeah. I don't want to wake them up, but I don't want to forget it either. Mm -hmm. Into this. Yeah. You'll have to let me know because I wasn't sure about that either, but there has to be an app out for it, I'm sure, maybe, hopefully. Something. And if not, somebody from Apple out there must be listening and like add that feature. Oh yeah. Next update. <laughs> that feature on the iPhone? It'll be in the next update. Maybe. I doubt it. I don't know. Oh, awesome okay. stuff. So Allison. What is your takeaway from today? I was just looking at my, what I, cause you know, I take notes while we're doing this. I would say I kind of have a few takeaways. Um, first of all, I just want to say, Marissa, I I'm listening to you through this interview and I love how attentive you are to your patients. Like I have heard you say numerous times, you're always like, you're thinking about your patients and you know, that is really um, such a great characteristic because it shows that you really do care. And I love that. And like, I think those of us that are really passionate about what we're doing, that is kind of the way we are, but that you shared that and vocalized it. I really appreciate that because it just makes you really easy to refer for business because I know how much you care about your patients. So I just had to throw that in there. Okay. On a side note, what is my takeaway? I would say I need to find out about the scheduling messages on iPhone for sure. Um, and actually my takeaway is that I need to read more novels. I need to read more fictions. Did I just take your takeaway, Juliana? Yes, you did. <laughs> I do not read like, and it's so funny because it, ever since I've been in my twenties, I've been like, um, you know, a professional self 
whatever care, however you want to describe the book, self-improvement, whatever, like junkie. And then I had kids and I was really busy, busy with kids. I didn't read a ton. And then I got back into reading and I just really so enjoy like that tangible stuff. But I, I realize that it's good for me to read fiction also because it's part of the creative mind. It's part of your imagination and it's a good place to, to kind of rejuvenate and recharge. So I'm going to have to go back to pushing through the outlander. (laughs) (laughs) So, So, yeah, my takeaway was like, I need to read more fiction and what, and so like, as you're talking, I'm like, what is the last fiction that I read? And then it like popped into my head and I'm like, that's why I haven't read fiction because my last experience of it was terrible. You want to know what it was? was 50 Shades of Grey. (laughs) Oh, I thought of that too, actually. (laughs) I'm like... So a good friend of mine, she's like, you need to read this book. You know, it was back. um, So share a lot of like personal information right now, but I'm divorced. I was married for 25 years and there was a long portion of that, that I wasn't very happy and was, you know, very much considering divorce. And anyway, one of my friends was like, you know, you need some help pushing you forward here read this book. And, you know, it was before, it was kind of in the beginning, like before everybody was talking about it and everything. And I'm like, all right. So I ordered this book like on Kindle. And so I'm like reading it on my, and like the whole time I'm reading it, I'm like, this is horrible writing. I'm like, okay, I get it. Everyone likes to read it because it's, you know, it's a very graphic in its discussion of it's <laughs> but but i was like it was so I, i'm sorry i apologize but i think that book was so terribly written i'm like no but of course i like read the whole thing i couldn't not read it but that was my last like fiction book so i my takeaway is i need to go find a way better fiction book to hey, read wait. just you enjoy hear- you want to hear my last fiction book that I read? Yes. Are you ready? Breaking Dawn. <laughs> the vampire one. Yes. <laughs> so many years ago. And you know why yes. I read it? Because it was like easy. I don't want to say mindless because that's not the right word, but it was just easy. It was entertaining. It I could just like kind of disappear into it and just be in another world. And so I enjoyed it. And I did actually read Shades of Grey too. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> I always joke though that I'm going to write a book. It's going to be called Fifty Shades of Purple. Ah, yes. You should. Or you could one-up them and be like Sixty Shades of Purple. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, if it's raunchy, maybe 69. But <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Nine shades of purple. Good, Julietta. 
All right, Marissa, what is your takeaway from today's show? I feel like we're our all of our takeaway was about books, but um, I mean, I think books can be a great way of self care. Um, you know, it's a great way for you to, um, you know, like you said, escape. And uh, I think that's for me. That's always my like purpose of like um when I read most of the time. Um, you know, I definitely want to like just escape from my regular life and see what's going on in this novel and just everything else doesn't matter and just dive in. And I think that's a great practice of self-care. And I overall think everyone needs to find whatever self-care they most enjoy. And, uh, you know, it's going to have a huge impact. Yeah. Because if you're doing self-care that's not enjoyable to you, it's, you're kind of defeating the purpose. Like, no. But I think some people, like, think, like, oh, like, I need to do skincare. Hashtag, like, self-care. But, like, if you don't enjoy it, like, you should still do it because you need to. <laughs> but and don't you know. count it as your self-care. Like, make the self-care something that you, you know, that actually you enjoy you look doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many ways too. There are, so, which is why it's a question. So everybody can can bring different things to the table, and you know, some of our um, you know some of our guests have brought some really different, unique things. And anything can be self care if it fills your soul. You know, I think sometimes we have this like set in our mind what it what it should look like, and you know, right now, that's one of my things that I'm really into is like, we all need to stop shooting and and do what we really want to do and what feeds our soul. And, um, and it doesn't matter what what other people think. Um, you know, as long as it's not something that's going to harm anybody or, you know, create any, any negativity in the world, if it fills your soul and it makes you feel good, do it. Mm -hmm. I definitely agree. So we got a thumbs up on that. I like that. <laughs> we did. So, all right. Anybody have anything else to add right now? Thank you so much for joining us, Marissa. And if you want to connect with her, we will have her contact information in the comments and show notes. And if you've enjoyed our show today, Please like it, subscribe either on YouTube or on our podcast channels, and um, please share it with the other goddesses in your life so we can all support and lift each other up. And I wish you all a very magical day. Thank Bye. You. Thanks, Marissa. Have a great day.